0: What's up guys and welcome to the Honest Tattooer podcast and today we have a special guest joining us all the way from sunny San Diego tattooer Lucas Adams and together we're going to be diving into the deep and thought-provoking topic that has been the subject of much discussion and that's gatekeeping and fucking tattooing. So what's up Lucas? How's it going? Dude, welcome. Hello, guys. And welcome. we have... Co-host Matriano. Hey, how you doing? And my homie G Money, what's up, bruh?
1: What's poppin'? I'm back. <laughs> All right. So he's so chill over here.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's the man on the couch. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> so he's just chilling. So as the tattoo industry just keeps growing and it gets more diverse, and there's so many artists, styles, and techniques. With that growth, questions arise about who gets to define what is legitimate, what's authentic and gatekeeping is kind of necessary to a certain extent, you know, cause you just don't want fucking everybody. This can't just become the wild west, I feel like. So does that hinder creativity? Does that create too much inclusivity? Let's talk about it today.
2: So I'm gonna start off right off the bat saying that after reading so many comments from our previous videos and our previous reels, I feel like the word gatekeeping has lost all meaning. People are throwing that around and I don't even think they realize what we're talking about or what it actually means. It's anymore. like saying,
3: saying fake news. Fake news. Yeah, like, what is it?
2: What is it? it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> what yeah, it does.
0: Sometimes gatekeeping it just means that you got triggered over something somebody said. Yeah, you know, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, you're a gatekeeper because you said something I didn't like.
2: I mean, that's pretty much what's going on right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, or you didn't say something they did like. Yeah, you're like you're not saying things that connect with me, so sure. I feel triggered, and now you're labeled as a gatekeeper.
2: What were you saying before? I mean, you were getting pretty riled up before I want to.
1: So basically uh, with all these new tattooers that are coming into the scene, they're definitely coming from an era where information is just readily available. I call it the YouTube crowd. You can just YouTube something and the information's there, whether you want to set up some cabinets, learn how to fish. uh, I mean, anything. And now even with tattooing, so. With that much information available, I feel like there is most definitely a sense of entitlement among the new generation, where it's just like, I need to learn how to do this now, and if you don't give me the information, you are a gatekeeper. The sense of entitlement was just so clear. From the other side of that, well, what am I supposed to do
0: if I live in a place where there's not that many shops? I can't find anybody that wants to take me on, and I want to do this, so I'm just gonna go for it. I mean, damn, that's like it's hard to say because I understand where he's coming from. You know, like you're stuck, just be like moved, right? You're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Really, it's like you know. So it's like I do get it. You know, you want to, you know, venture out. You, 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 you have the dream of becoming a tattoo artist. I'm gonna open up a place to try to do it because they feel that if I don't do it like this, nobody's gonna take me seriously. But I have this to say to that person if you don't have the experience how do you think that people are going to still take you seriously dude you know you're literally saying i opened up a store now i'm a tattooer and we're telling you that that's not what it is just because you open up a store doesn't make you automatically a tattooer you know it's just you have a, a place that you can do tattoos and that you can do work that might be okay might not be good at all in a lot of cases but At the end of the day, like, you know, what we care about is to help people get better. That's one of the things that, you know, motivated us to start this podcast to begin with, to be able to spread good information, not deter people from tattooing, not gatekeeping, pretty much just try to inspire people to pursue things from a better standpoint. So I think it's great that we have you here today, Lucas, because you got an apprenticeship from one of my favorite tattooers. who tattooed my whole back. I think it's a fucking cool-ass fucking dude. Shout out to Justin Hartman. Justin Hartman. Justin. Fucking G. Hey, bro. uh, Killer artist. And you you work in a shop surrounded by fucking just heavy-hitting fucking tattooers, bro. And uh, I feel like you come from a place that it's like, man, that's what we would hope that people strive to be in. You know what I'm saying? Because being in that environment motivates you to fucking just want to be better. But if you're surrounded by people that- are not doing that, man. Like it's oh, that's kinda- a
3: massive, a massive thing that I know a lot of people, like I've been to those explorer conference yeah. things as like a you know, not a presenter or anything, but just, you know, listening to the questions and everything. And there's a lot of people that have that sort of question about like what's the best possible thing I could do for this. And unfortunately not everyone has access to a you know work in a place where they get to work alongside people that they strive to parallel one day or, you know, get a lot of information from or like really look up to as, you know, their fellow artists. And they don't have an option to just like leave and go somewhere else, you know? So they have to better themselves in like the way that they can, you know, find it alone, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But that's like something that um, I've talked to a lot of people about um, through my journey of, in the tattoo world, I suppose. Um, But it's like working alongside people that you admire their work is like a huge deal because you're all pushing each other at the same time to like increase I don't know max out your own potential you know you realize that there's no like light at the end of the tunnel when you're working with these people because everyone's getting better and you see something they do and then so you want to get better and like it's a whole a whole thing a whole a dynamic that works really well and like I'm super fortunate to be a part of that and um it's something you guys have here too you know you have like a bunch of awesome people and you guys have been together for forever now I mean like when I was an apprentice and I came out here like you guys were working together already yeah still yeah. so it's like not something that people a people, little bit <sighs> You can come in. Come on in.
0: Excuse me? Oh, we're closed already for the day. I know. You missed the boat. (laughs) Thank
2: you, No problem. Have a good night.
0: Bye. That's some real shit. That's some real tattoo (laughs) shit right there. There we go.
2: I want some tattoos.
0: I mean,
3: props to them, right?
0: Yeah. They're like, look at them. They're talking tats. I want one. (laughs) Where was
3: I? I don't remember where I was, and I don't even remember what your question was necessarily, but I was just on a tangent. Well, you mentioned that we've been
0: working together for a really long time
3: yeah so like i guess at the beginning it's like i've been i don't know what you count as longevity to um like when someone's like how long have you been tattooing like i'm not really sure where to count that ever i was talking to gabe about this earlier it's like um do you count your first tattoo do you count count like the day that you are no longer an apprentice um do you count your apprenticeship like some people do you know so yeah um i would say that like i'm on the younger end of the spectrum as far as like tattooers nowadays go like i've i've met other people that i've tattooed myself And they've been tattooing, you know, like, you know, six, seven, eight years plus. And, um, since my first tattoo, I think it was like, uh, about six years and a couple months. And like, since I graduated technically it has been in a couple of days, it'll be five years. Okay. Cool. So I think that's like on the, the, as far as the people that I've talked to, um, about like, you know, information and, and stuff. And like people we've talked to on the podcast that Bobby and I used to do, um, it's generally more people that are over like the 10 year mark. So it's like, you get a lot of their information um, along that way. But I do have like an open communication with people that are like kind of on the, the lower end of like that, that journey, I suppose, or not the lower end, but like a less amount of time. And it's definitely like a different mindset of people coming into it now versus the people that I learned from and the people that I was surrounded by coming up through, through my journey. So I think, um, I think as we delve further into this, I might be like some good insight on on some points there, but I think, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's difficult to like tell someone just do this or just do that. You know, like yeah. if there's nothing in your town or something, like just go somewhere else, but you can't always do that kind of stuff. So I understand that. I think that, you
0: know, as a tattooer, you know, you are as good as your last tattoo and the level of love and effort that you put into it, you know? And then I think like, it's good to surround yourself with peers that always motivate you to make each tattoo that you do a little bit better than the last one you did, yep. you know? And it's like, it's very cut and clear when you see tattooers that like are at their heyday at one point or another, and then you see their work kind of just start shifting yeah. because like, you know, starts either moving or, you know, and it's like, what happened? You, you always ask, like, what happened? You know, sometimes like, cause I've learned this, like, you know, it's really hard to build a really strong group of people that enjoy working with each other for an extended period of time, you know, correct. People change people, lives change, you know, and then they, they, they shift and they move the want to either move into different things or, you know, they just want to shift. So I feel like sometimes those things can affect you, you know? Definitely. Um, and I think that, uh, it's anytime that I, I see a shop where there's like a bunch of really, really good people, you know, you're like, you know, cause like even at, at, at the, you know, at the Reaper, you know, like, you know, uh, like like Michael Kelly was there for a while, you know, and eventually yeah. he decided to go back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
3: he wanted to see like his family, you know, growing up and everything. Exactly. So younger, like younger ones,
0: it has nothing to do with the shop. It's just like his own internal goals kind of pushed him to, yeah. to go somewhere else, and that just that just can change, you know. So like those crews that sometimes you you know you have to ride those out as much as you can because those moments are special in tattooing. You know, when you surround yourself with like the perfect crew of people that are like man, we're in that moment. We're all just fucking grinding, pushing each right. other, making yeah, like the-, the good times
3: are right now. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: for sure. You know? And if you haven't, if you're a tattooer and you've never experienced that, I know that Lucas says it's really hard to leave, but you, maybe you should fucking leave. If, if, if that's right, if that, if this means that much to you, man,
3: like it's the best advice that you can, you know, give someone is like surround yourself with people that are, if they can be way fucking better than you. Yeah. Like don't, make your opinion the one that's like, no, I'm like, I'm pretty good. Like you should never like have that mindset. Like there should always be someone around you that like, in my opinion, should be able to tell you like this tattoo sucked for X reason. And like right. one of the things that I think about, about um, how we we're talking earlier about these people, they're just jumping into like their own shop and like hiring people. that are even younger than them. Um, Like, I can't imagine having some, like not having somebody around to like tell you like that tattoo fucking sucked, man. And like, here's how you can make it better. Yeah. But like thinking to yourself, like, that was good enough yeah but like you're putting something on somebody forever like good enough is not good enough right yeah so it's like but there was i had you know people around me they were like yo that was fucking bad dude like or you know along those lines like something but like they were also there to like help me along the way and i can't imagine like first you know 50 to 100 tattoos where like somebody is watching me every time like i can't imagine having to do that and there's nobody there like being like hey like maybe you should try this or go, go this route with this or like, you know, slow it down or slowing down. Oh my God. It's a whole thing we can talk about, but oh, like, yeah. yeah, someone there to like give you guidance from like their 10 plus year career in this, you know? And I can't imagine like not having that. And people will say, well, I want that, you know, but like nobody will take me seriously. And I'm just like, I don't know each individual person's like experience with this. Like someone could say like, yeah, I walked into a shop and they just turned me around. It's like, okay, maybe that shop wasn't looking for anybody or maybe like, you got rubbed the wrong way. I remember when I first asked Justin for an apprenticeship, I was my first session on like my sleeve with him. And he was like, like your work is good and you got potential, but I don't know who the fuck you are. (laughs) I don't know you at all. Like keep coming, getting tattooed. Like Chris might not even like the color shirt you were wearing today. Like why the fuck would he want you here? Cause he works here too. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know if you suck. I don't know if you're a piece of shit. Like, I don't know if I can stand to be around you for extended periods of time. So like, how about we just like, don't talk about this again. And, you know, like, just keep coming back and we'll figure it out. And, like, you know, from there, it, t- it took, like, over a year of coming back and forth, like, from when I lived in Florida to uh, San Diego getting tattooed. But, like, eventually I got I got through the guy. I think I made him laugh, like, once or twice or something. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was a whole, like, a, you know, getting to know somebody. And, like, it's true for the person looking, too. Like, I think it has to be somebody, like, you can, you know, jibe with, right? For so, sure. Yeah. And uh, or specifically for, like, what I was looking to do, like, um, And like the work I was trying to like get myself involved in, because there was other shops and stuff like that that I, you know, tried to get an apprenticeship at and um, other artists. But um, yeah, it was like it was a very long, stressful journey. And like it wasn't until like like over a year easily of going back and forth that he was like, um, yeah, let's make this work. And um, when can you be out here? And I was like two weeks. I was (laughs) like, I will like like sell all my shit and put everything else in my car and I could be there. There you Um, go.
1: You wanted it. Yeah. And I
3: was, I was there like two weeks later. I told him, I was like, I'll be there by January 21st. And I was there on January 20th.
1: just like, like, I'm dropping everything and I'm going to chase the stream.
3: Yeah. My boss tried to talk
2: me out of quitting my job and I was like, fuck you, man. (laughs) I think a lot of people don't realize that is that when they, when they look for shops who may or may not be looking for an apprentice, they think that, okay, I'm going to apply like they're applying for a job. Yeah. And they think they're applying for a job that has hundreds of employees. So if you don't jive with a couple of people here, you might jive with a couple of people over there. But it's not that way. Like tattoo shops are very small, close-knit family type places.
3: Yes. yes. You're with these people all day.
2: Yeah. You're with them all the time. So if, like you said, if you know, Justin was like, I don't know if I'm going to like you, man. I'm not going to want to hang out with the good dude that I barely know I might yeah. not like. Like, I don't want to spend the next couple of years teaching this guy. And he's a pain in the ass and I can't stand him. Oh yeah, God, No yeah. one's going
1: to want to do that. I, I wanna add something. You might come after me. And like I said, I don't care. You guys are soft. And the reason I'm gonna say that is because right now we're living in a in a in a in a time period where everyone's getting their feelings hurt and somebody, I mean, I'm gonna say most people are sensitive to the fact that you guys don't know how to handle rejection. And rejection is a part of growth and because, life and life. Because if a shop like rejects you, but you really want to be there. Freaking stick around. Come back. Don't always just take that first scram, kid. Get out of here. Like, show that you want it, you know? Uh, Show that the rejection didn't defeat you, you know? You show that you have ambition and that it's there. Because when you demonstrate that, that shows so much character. And a lot of shops are looking for character. character. So... I like I've never had an apprentice because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't feel a lot of people deserve what I had to fight hard to to earn, like the information, the techniques that I know, little nuances with like machines, all these things that I had to really, really, really dive deep. And it took years to acquire. It took years to acquire for some schmuck kid to just show up in the door and be like. I want to know everything that you know, give it to me right now. Cause you know what? I deserve it for free. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I will give it to the person that shows tenacity shows character and shows that it's going to be worth my time to devote, uh, to devote that time to, to give away that stuff, you know, and that's just the way it is. That's how a lot of gatekeepers are going to be uh, reacting to the entitlement that's going around right now. It's just the way it is for most people. And I mean, I think, I think I love tattooing so much that to me, it's a sacred thing. And I just don't want to give it away. You know what I mean? I don't want to give it away because it's something that I'm passionate about. And you're going to want somebody else to earn what you were so passionate about, you know? I think like uh, what happened in the last,
0: fuck, I don't want to say the last like six to eight, maybe six years or so is when the, when the monetization of tattoo information started really going down.
3: Oh, this is like a whole other conversation episode. <laughs> oh, I feel yeah. like. You know <laughs> what I'm
0: saying? Like at one point, you know, like people really wanted to, I want to pass down the information to people that I feel deserve it. You know? Yeah. Kind of like what everything that Gabe is saying right now. Like that's one school of thinking. And then at one point or another, some people were like, man, why wouldn't I go to all this work to like, you know, pass this on to someone, vet these people, make sure that they are going to, you know, pass this on the right way when I could just monetize it.
2: Right. I mean, it's definitely more so now that that's a thing, but I feel like that's been going around for a while. We've mentioned this a couple of times before with like all the DVDs that like Joe Cat made a DVD, Nico made a DVD, um, Joshua Carlton made a couple of DVDs. Like, and those are going back like, when I was an apprentice. Oh yeah, yeah. They've so been around for a really long
3: time. Yeah. I mean, you, like you mean like someone like I could sell this information. That's what you're. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, to be yeah, clear, yeah. like okay, yeah. just yeah. Making- you know,
0: like uh, like you know, like one thing was like those videos, you know, which to me those videos were sold usually like to tattooers, you know. Um, it wasn't something where like they
2: where, were made for a tattoo for the professional tattoo. for the professional right? tattoo right, to improve like, their skills. Yeah, so. I'm
0: gonna show you these techniques that I know, and I'm gonna because it's easier than doing a seminar, yeah. you know. In another country, I can just sure. sell it to a tattooer somewhere else, you yeah. know? And then, you know, with like, of course, the internet and all of this. Now we have like the extreme version of this that it's like, go through my 10-week course. That's $5,000, but you can get it this weekend for 500 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're sold like that to people. So what do,
2: you, what do you say to the, uh, the, the, the apprentice-to-be who's like, I can't find a shop willing to take me on. So this is the next best option is to buy this course or to go on YouTube. Like, should they do that? Should they not do that? What's the right thing? If they can't find a real apprenticeship, well like the only way to find out the information how to tattoo is to buy this course.
0: Well, like that's the the idea of like, would you go and uh go take go take some YouTube videos about how to be a plumber, you know, go get some books at the library on how to be a plumber and you're gonna open up a plumbing business, go to people's houses
3: and just go for it and figure the fuck out.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? With all the
3: information you could like could do everything i think it's like i think it's like harvard or something like that where all of their courses and stuff like that they offer like all available online like you can watch these videos these professor professors talking like you can have like the entire curriculum that they would teach and give to their students but like you don't have the receipt yeah so like technically you could learn but like you have no like official credentials you know i mean you can read anything online on the internet today but um something that i've noticed that is like correlated to this sort of thing is like with that I've seen videos pop up on like my Instagram feed um, where it's like someone selling some sort of like tattoo techniques, how to such and such, whatever. And I've, I've like clicked around on a couple of these things and, and looked at them. I'm like, these are techniques that like are far too advanced for just some random person. And I don't mean that in like a relative sense of like, you know, what might be advanced for someone else might not be necessarily like advanced for another person. But like, these are things that like years, like three, four years after like being done with an apprenticeship and like still realizing that these are like tough applications that like not everyone should be doing. And definitely not something that someone should be starting out on. And like, you're going to just fuck somebody up and I Absolutely. can see it already. I'm like, that is something that like very few people like certain techniques, you know, like I, I saw videos. I'm like, that's something that very few people like doing tattoos, like what we would maybe do like more. It's like a realism technique, but they're teaching it in like a broad spectrum or something like that. And um, like these people are basically paying for something and being sold on something that they don't understand yes like you're it's like buying um like i don't know you make a shit ton of money so you buy like a really expensive sports car but you don't know how to fucking drive it like you don't respect the machine and i don't mean that in like a tattoo or pun way like you don't respect the machine so like you don't understand like what it's capable of doing and you always hear your stories of someone like wrapping a you know a car around a pole or something like yeah. that like somebody yeah. else in it and like you don't know what you're doing and it's it's there's no one there to like teach you this stuff. So like, that's why you go to, I mean, college, so to speak. Right. So you like have somebody there that is hands on with you. that like, you can ask questions like in these YouTube videos and stuff like that. You can't ask questions. You can't say like, am I doing this right? Yeah. Or is this like the correct way to apply X to somebody's fucking body? And like, you're just going for it. And like, eventually maybe possibly you will learn like what works best and what doesn't, but like you are setting yourself up for failure because like what could have taken you, six months to like figure out with somebody who's been doing it for several years to like give you that guidance. Like you're figuring it out by yourself. And then like chances of you seeing this stuff, like coming back healed or what have you, you know, like and figuring it out that way is like such a long process. So like, you might think like, Oh, I've tried three shops and it's been six months since I decided I wanted to be a, you know, a tattoo artist or something like that. Right. But it's like on the back end, you are going to get hit with that time when you're just like fucking people up or like not understanding what you're doing by like using said techniques, if you're using these videos and stuff like yeah. that. So, I mean, just in my opinion, like there's shit that I've seen where I'm like, I don't even do that. Yeah, like, this I know it's very yeah.
0: advanced for, uh,
3: you know, like I've talked to people, like I've talked to the guys I work with. I'm like, do you do this? And they're like, no, that's like something that I would never even like attempt to at this point, you know, or I don't mean like, you know, depends on the style and stuff like that still. But like, they're like, that is, de- <laughs> it's fine. That is definitely not something that like someone that is needing to be sold on a, how to tattoo video should be attempting to do.
0: I agree. I feel like one thing that is priceless during an apprenticeship, right, is to get an apprenticeship, you're going to have to be commitment. You have to have a lot of commitment. And then you're going to have to make some sacrifices. And the first thing that you sacrifice in an apprenticeship is your fucking ego. It's going to get demolished. A thousand percent. That's the first thing that's going to go. Your ego, it's out the window. And the people around you are going to make sure your shit is fucking down to little bitty pieces. And then they're going to build you back up slowly. You want to know Oh, but look at my portfolio. I'm so much better than these guys. What are you talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because Uh, your friends- Throw that out the door. Your friends and your family are always going to say, oh, you're You're so good. You're so good. You're such a great artist. But the people that really know tattooing, we all know we zoom in onto your work. We zoom in. We zoom in and we're we're like, yo, you're a hack job. Yeah, and yeah. you have a lot to learn and you need guidance. Like well, you might be
3: looking, like you're posting a picture thinking like, yeah, this looks solid. This is, yeah." yeah. and then like, we're looking at it like, fuck that person. Like,
1: yeah. And then you're going to have to become one of those little tattooers that doctors, all their photos, all their photos. And you're going on procreate and making your tattoos <laughs> look a lot better yeah, just to get clients to trust you.
3: Yeah. You got yeah. like this super smooth face. Yeah, Like right. I've never seen a face that smooth, but yeah. everything else is just like hacked. Half the lines are, solid black half of them are like, nah you're like, I wonder why that is. So and people think that you don't notice. Like, you're like,
0: well, I think that the, the one that's huge thing about like back to what we were talking about, like when you're with a bunch of people that have been tattooing two to three years, nobody in that room knows how their shit ages. Exactly. No
2: one does. And the sad part is that they think that they do. Yes. They think that, oh, well I've seen these tattoos for, you know, however long or I've seen other people's tattoos. I know what I'm doing. Like, Maybe, but you don't know what your stuff looks like. No, you
3: don't. I feel like um, something you were saying earlier, where it's like your ego is just going to get absolutely checked or demolished or what have you, right? And it's it's not like I feel like people think they're like, oh, like all these like old school guys or whatever they want to call them. I don't know what they refer to them as now, but they just
1: want to keep us down. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, it's just like they're like, oh, they don't have to be dicks or they don't have to be like mean or anything like that. I'm like the guys that I work with were they were like not assholes you know like i didn't get like punched in the face or anything like that yeah. when i was like but i mean they definitely let me know like when i needed to be like checked you know yes yeah. I mean?
2: and that goes back to what gabe was saying before that everybody's too sensitive they don't know how to take a critique anymore that's yeah. right
3: it's like no one's being like a dick because like they're i don't want to say that like, they're setting you up for like a good career or something like that but it's just like you're gonna have to deal with this shit and like if you just run through like the ranks or what have you um like as somebody who's like completely unknowledgeable on, a, on something that is that people hold so dear and closely, right? And, like, they're passing this knowledge on to you. It's, like, they're not being a dick. They want the best for you. Or, like, someone that's teaching you how to tattoo should want the best for you, in my opinion. But, like, they're not being an asshole because they were told to be an asshole to the apprentice. To get the, like, they're, the,
0: the joy out of being an yeah, asshole. they're like, just,
3: like, this is, like, a, a very important aspect of this, like, industry is, like, you don't need to be, like, I don't want to say hardened. I hate that. I don't want to use that word. But, like, it's, like, you're going to have to put up with this shit, like, yourself, by like clients or you know whatever it is that you're doing but no one's being an asshole just to be a fucking asshole because someone said apprenticeships have to be like conducted by someone who's an asshole it's just like they're teaching you like the hard parts of this which they're gonna be a ton of and like that ego needs to be broken down and like rebuilt in a way that like you can understand the structure of this community and like what it has to offer and it's a lot and it's fucking gratifying if you can get past it but like you gotta like eat shit for a bit yeah i think there's a huge thing about like
0: The reason why you should be tough on your apprentices is because essentially you want them to learn to be tough on themselves for the rest of their career. That's accurate. You said that in like one sentence. Yeah, like like I want you to look at tattoos how I've learned to look at tattoos. Like scrutinize yourself constantly like this. Every tattoo you do, you should look at it with like eagle eye. Like the most important person ever is going to scrutinize your tattoo. And that should be you, you know? And you can't live your tattoo career going off of my client left happy. They don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like they don't know, you know, and they might leave happy until they go to someone that has a sick fucking tattoo. And they're like, Oh damn, you should have went to my guy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: guy I'll do it for 200. It's like, yeah. I'm sure he will. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's, it's a, that's a big, yeah. big like, game. that's a big truth. Like for sure is like, fuck, I lost my train of thought when he got up. I was so (laughs) so focused on. um, The criticism. Criticism. Taking criticism. All
2: right, well, let's just jump for a second. Uh, Did you have to pay for your apprenticeship? Yes, I Um,
3: paid. um, Do I want to say like money amount? I mean, I I don't don't give a fuck. You don't have to. to. So um, when I first started, or the day that Justin like called me, um, I was still in Florida, obviously. And then um, I was like, and he gives me a call. And I was like, this dude's never called me before. He's only ever texted me. What the fuck is going on? And so he calls me and he's like, hey, like, in you know a few words like I think you're ready and I want to offer you like an apprenticeship like you know blah 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 um and he told me the story of when he got his apprenticeship um I think it was like 14 or 15 years ago and um maybe longer than that I'm not totally sure but um but the guy that he went to charged him five grand he was like okay the apprenticeship is five God, grand. grand and um I don't want to speak on too much on his behalf but I know that like he didn't have five grand you know what I mean I didn't have five grand when he asked me for it but I was like. I have a credit card. I can max out like two credit cards. Like no problem. And he's like, you don't have to pay all of it right now. Like when you get here, like I want half of it up front and, um, you can like work to pay it off. Like, I understand that you're going to need to like relocate, get a job, all the other stuff. Rent in California is significantly higher than, um, where I was living in Florida. And, um, so I was like done. Like that wasn't even a question. He could have said 25 grand. I'd be like, I don't know how, but like I would figure it out. But, um, $5,000 what his apprenticeship was. And so he told me five thousand dollars Um for the apprenticeship and down uh, like me, I was paying, I was making payments to him like throughout, you know, whenever I had extra money that I could, um, cause I was working seven days a week for the long, long ass time during my apprenticeship. And, um, eventually he was like, don't worry about it because he was just like, I just wanted to, to see the commitment that you had. And like, I understand that you don't have $2,500 to like, just give me or, you know, five grand, like off the bat. So it's like to see you like pay half, like you said, you're going to pay half. And then to make payments on time to me, like you said, you're going to, he's like, I don't want to say it's like a test but it's like it shows your character yeah he was showing he was saying like it shows that like you are willing to like make this like figure it out you know what i mean like you're on time like you're you'll figure it out like you'll make it work and like it's because you give a shit and i did give a shit so dude,
0: there's so many people that like have wanted apprenticeship that if you tell them dude it'll be five grand bro they'll immediately be like oh never gonna happen yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> like just be like, throw it in the towel i've seen never people like happen. tell me what they paid for their apprenticeship and it's like fucking 10 or 15 grand i'm like right.
2: for what yeah. I, I had the same experience as you. Mine was five grand also. Yeah. And the same thing. I had to do mine. I paid mine in increments. Yeah. Um, like every month I had to give the guy another credit card. Uh, yeah. So exactly. Like me right. My room. credit was full. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this. After you got the apprenticeship, you're paying for it. You're now an apprentice at the shop. Sure. Did you, did you get paid while you were there? At the shop? Yeah.
3: No. Okay. Yeah. I had, a, I think people need
2: to hear people that. People are like, Oh, no absolutely
3: not i um i moved out there i didn't have another job yet so i was just winging it you know um so he told me like okay you have to be at the shop these three days and then the other four days of the week you can um like work your normal job i mean eventually he told me he's like that's going to change eventually because like they were all there four days out of the week and Mm -hmm. so he's like you'll eventually have to be here every day but like right now i'm here like three days of the week so you have to be here three days out of the week um i didn't there's no there was nothing to make money like i didn't there was no like tips or anything like that. Cause like, I wasn't really doing anything, you know, like, uh, for, I mean, outside of like drawing and stuff like that, like I wasn't doing anything that would like make me money at the shop. Um, outside of that, like I had another, I ended up getting another job after like a month or so like that after moving. Um, and that was, that was my income, you know, like my other job, I didn't get absolutely anything, um, from the shop. And even when I like quit my other job to like, was after maybe a year or so um, or a year and a half or something um, where I quit my other job in order to like be full time at the shop. Um, I was like just barely making money. I think it was like just tips from, ta- from tattoos that I was doing at the time. So it was like, if someone would give me 20 bucks, that was cool. If someone would give me like 50 bucks for a tattoo, like that's fine too. But that was my income at that point in time. Or like, you know, I was always like drawing on like the side. Like I wasn't allowed to work on my own personal stuff at, at work. Like I, I didn't use, I um, wasn't allowed to use an iPad wasn't allowed to like work on my own shit at the shop. I was, had to be like what they had me on at the time, whether it was like script or, you know, traditional drawings or something like that. But um, anything that I was monetizing of my own art was usually like something I was working on, like at home, not at the shop. Um, maybe like selling a printer or something like that of, yeah. of that. But that was the only money I was making through art stuff.
2: I had uh, I had a conversation with some girl in, Somebody else's podcast, it wasn't ours, but in the comment section, Mm -hmm. someone wrote like, oh, the audacity for a shop to charge an apprentice for their apprenticeship and then not pay them either. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what other industry do you know of that you have to... That you get paid to go to school for free also. Yeah. Like you're not going to go to college for free. And then while you're there in class, you're going to get paid. Get by paid the, to yeah, be there. It doesn't happen in any other Insane. industry. Why do you think it's going to happen? If you
3: compare it to life? the college prices, like this is a fucking deal, man. right? It yeah. is a fucking deal. You walk in and be like, like, I'll give you 25 grand. It's like, okay, that's like a quarter of what you would pay for college. Like, so I'm to yeah. say yes to that a bit. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there's, and, and tattooers make, some tattooers make a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Dude. And then so money.
2: when I respond, when they're like, oh, the audacity, I'm like, all right, well, what about every other profession? It's crickets. There's no response after you tell them like, well, if you're going to le- if you're going to learn how to go to sc- if you're going to go to school and you're going to learn how to be a doctor, you're going to learn how to be a plumber. You're going to go to trade school. You're going to be an electrician. Like you have to pay for that. Why do you not have to pay for tattoo yeah. school?
1: There's no there's, there's no, no intelligent response.
2: There's that.
0: no response no. at all. There's no intelligent response. It's to that. back to what Gabe said. Entitlement. Exactly. Entitlement. I deserve yeah. it. Exactly. I, because I deserve it. I'm giving you my time. And my time is worth
3: whatever I think it is. Yeah. So I i deserve something for yeah. it. My mom told me something when I was like, she hammered that shit into my brain when I was a kid. Like, nothing is fucking free. No. doesn't matter if someone's like, yeah, it's free. No, it's not. No. You're paying for it somewhere. Somewhere. Like, just figure out where it is. But like, luckily, you know, I think it's the easiest part of getting an apprenticeship is the fucking money. Like, you can figure it out. Like, you will figure it out. And if it's somebody that, like, you, connect with or something like that, which is also I just want to say that like me and Justin are like he's one of my best friends now. And like I'm super lucky for that. But like you're not necessarily gonna connect with like the person that will teach you how to do this. Like I'm just fucking lucky in that regard. Right. But like right. but at someone least someone might not be understanding either. You know what I mean? But like the money is the easiest part. Like right showing somebody like what sets you apart from the other, you know, 10 people that have walked into that shop and like I would like to show you my portfolio as a like I would like to be your apprentice. It's like, dude, you didn't even tell me your name. like you're just like showing me something like i don't know maybe you have like a couple thousand followers on instagram and you think your portfolio is awesome which is like definitely how i felt when i fucking showed justin my portfolio and he was like yeah it's fine like there's potential there but like he knew exactly what to say to me regardless of like my like approach and i will say that like what he told me was like he's like i'm not looking for an apprentice and like the vast majority of these people probably aren't if you're like busy in your career like right the last thing you want to worry about, especially if you're like a family and stuff like that, like the last thing you want to worry about is someone that you have to like essentially sign your name on like something that, that goes on. And if like, if they end up being like not great to no fault of your own, potentially, like your name is attached to that individual. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a reflection. It's like, sure. a reflection. Uh, and so like you have so to true. really be like, fuck man, like is this, I say kid, but like there's people that are older than me that are still trying to get apprenticeships and stuff. But like, I would say like, is this person worth me attaching my name to? Because yes. that's fucking tough to think about. I couldn't imagine like having to do that now. And like, I still think I'm like, Justin, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't, I'm just like, oh man. But, um, but in his eyes, like he sees, like, I've talked to him about this so much. And it's like, I feel like in his eyes, like he sees the way that like, I feel like a lot of people should feel. And, um, he told me, he's like, I'm not looking for an apprenticeship and I never, or, or an apprentice, I'm sorry. And I never would be, but like, if someone showed me that it was like worth my time, then like, I would consider it. And, um, also something he told me was that like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. So like, just fucking nip that in the bud. Like, you're not just like, you can't set the bar of like, I want to be this. Like, and then also it was like, fuck, I lost it. But it was one of, it was really important. <laughs> but it was, uh, it's one of these things where it's like, um, he, oh yeah. What he said is like, he's like, if you're not better than me by the time, like I'm done with this, then like I fucking failed. Yeah. And like, I highly doubt people are going to feel that way towards like people coming in their shop. Some kid like. I keep saying kid someone coming in trying to like get an apprenticeship or something like that. And it's like, I can't imagine that a lot of tattooers are going to be like, I want this person to be better than me, you know? Cause I think a lot of people do kind of fear like the unknown and like they fear like hiring new people into this industry and stuff like that could be, you know, potential competition for them. Um, but I feel like as far as my interactions with people, that is not the sentiment that like we all share. I just think that like, we know that this is something special and I don't think fucking five grand is like that big of a deal, man. Like just like, I think that like character is so huge. Like you guys are saying, it's like, if you can show somebody like what you're made of and like show them, like, this is something that I really fucking want. I just don't, I don't want to like just do this for the sake of doing this. Like, this is something I really want to do. Like people that are fucking doctors, that shit is insane because they go through so much school and like, Stuff like that, you know,
0: bro. There's people but that like, spend
3: five grand on sneaker collections. Dude, I'm saying five, five grand yeah. on video
0: games. Like you know, it's not the five grand
1: right. on like this shit that's like that. Five that is, grand amounts to nothing, nothing of the baby. valuable time and yeah. information that, uh, for example, in your case, Justin was willing to give you in return.
3: Yeah, no one not, here is saying five grand is nothing. No,
1: either. no, but but, but like in comparison to like talk, the, that sort of thing, exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. the
0: kind of career that you you could have and the knowledge that you got that took a long time for him to get, you know? Right.
2: So yeah, the five grand relative yeah. to everything else that you would have to pay to get educated. Like that five grand is nothing.
3: That's in my opinion. Correct. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I I mean, like I don't want to anybody listening to this, that might not have $5,000. Five grand is a lot of money. Like, guys. It's a lot we of know. Money. Yeah, <laughs> that's not I don't want this to be misconstrued, but like, yeah, I'm saying that like the, fi- that whatever the apprenticeship costs, like if it's for the right person, like, it's priceless. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, priceless. it's like, that's your entire fucking future. Right.
2: I'm glad that you said that um, about wanting your, your apprentice to be better than you. I think that the, one of the, like, the main things that a good teacher is, is that wanting your student to be surpassed, to surpass the teacher. Yeah. Yes. Correct. And uh, man, so the guy who taught me had a tattoo. It, I mean, it, I, I hate saying this, because I, I say it a lot. He wasn't a very good tattooer. So mm-hmm. it didn't take much for me to surpass him. <laughs> yeah. But, he was so proud of me, dude. Like he would go like whenever we were at a convention, he would be like, "Oh man," he used to call me the kid. He's like, "This is the kid." This is the he, kid. Yeah, he's so, so good. Like, check awesome, out his like, that, He's yeah. so good, and it made me feel good too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just the fact that like he was proud that he taught someone who's now better than him, like that made him even a better t- a teacher in my mind.
1: Absolutely right. yeah. Agreed to that because like, all that stuff matters. Yeah, all that stuff matters. It's like uh, it's I'm not gonna say like a like a parent to you know, their child relationship, but it can kind of be like that because like in my case, I'm, I'm, I'm a parent of two. If any of my kids get into the art world or they want to do what I do, all I could ever hope for is that they become better than me so that I teach them and they surpass me so I can be proud of them because their name is attached to mine. Yeah, Their reputation is attached to mine, you know? And just like how Matt just said that, like, like i uh like uh when when people are proud of us for surpassing like and it's not and it's not like a it should never be like a jealousy or an envy it's more like yeah i took them under my wing i showed them the ropes It's and, like look what, look what i did look yeah. what look look what i did look what i helped look what i helped grow yeah absolutely. and like there's a excuse me there's a pride in that and, and
2: you can't fault people for not wanting that either. Correct. No, of course like, not. Like some people just don't want to dedicate, dedicate their time. Some people to, don't have the time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, it, like if someone lot, were asked me, I'd be like, what?
2: It's oh. a lot of work to to take on an apprentice. Yeah. I it can't is. imagine.
3: I don't know how, like, I I still I still kind of talk to Justin about it. I'm like, bro, I don't know how you do that shit, man. Like that's, it's wild to me.
2: I think that there's definitely, especially now in 2023, there's, I would say, if not double, more the amount of people wanting to learn how to tattoo than the amount of people willing to teach how to tattoo. Yeah, and
3: there's definitely like the, I don't want to say market, you know, but like that's a common word with every fucking crazy market shit going on right now, but like that's accurate. Yeah. And that's like, I've seen it so many times. There's predatory people out there too that'll be like, yeah, I'll make you my apprentice and give me fucking five grand. And of then course. they like make you clean, you know, whatever for, for free. And I think that that's what like the outlook that a lot of these people have. I don't want to say like these people, meaning like every single person that does, that is looking for an apprenticeship, but it's like, that's, not really the view that I had going into it, but at the same time, like I can understand why someone might look at this and be like, damn, they're just all dicks like here to extort us. And like, they just want us to work for free. And like the audacity of someone saying, give me five grand so you can work here for free. You know, it's like, I don't think they're understanding that the intellectual property that is like comes along with that is, is something that somebody's honed over. They put in their 10,000 hours. People are masters of their craft. You know, Uh, we were talking, I was talking to Gabe earlier about It's like when you see someone like washing windows and they're like so nice with it, and you're just like, damn, that guy's been doing that for 30 years. And he makes but it look just so watching, yeah, easy. He's just
1: watching uh, Windows. It, it must be easy. It makes yeah, it look flawless. Like, nah, dude, so yeah. fast. And I'm not saying that
3: like everything anybody here does is flawless or anything like that. But this is like a craft that you are taking your whole, like there's people been doing this for so long. And like you're taking so much time out of your life to like hone this skill. And it's something that you're very passionate about. Because like very seldom do people, I feel like, get to like live their life doing something that they truly like are involved in and can continue to evolve over time and like get better and better and better. Cause like so many jobs where it's like, okay, once you're at this point, like you're just good, you know what I mean? Um, but when you see somebody do something for so long and makes it look easy, like that is when you know that it's super difficult. And I think that, I think that people look at this stuff and they're like, I could do that so easy. Like I could, you know, run, run rings around these people that have been doing it for so long. Look how good I am. Like look at my online portfolio or something like that. And I own a shop with however many people, like I don't, truly, I don't give a fuck about that stuff. I'm like, whatever, like, eventually that's going to bite somebody in the ass because, like, you don't have anybody there to, like, push you and you don't have anybody to tell you what you're doing wrong. Like, when I started, I I remember I got questioned by everyone. They're like, well, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? I was like, I don't give a shit about traditional. I think it's fucking lame. I don't give a shit about, like, this tattooer's work or this tattooer's work. And, like, I can't tell you, like, how fucking completely different my viewpoints were when I first started versus where I'm at now. It's, like, yeah. completely different where it's oh, yeah. like, Oh shit. Okay. Like, but n- to think that there was nobody like to have nobody there to like help me to understand like what I'm actually looking at. Like when I'm looking at like traditional tattoos now, I'm not looking at it the same way I was before. I'm looking at it the way that like I was taught to like look at it because I had to relearn how to draw everything I did because like this isn't tattooable. So like you have to like start from the basics and like you will appreciate this before you're allowed to like go to this next step because that's just the way it is. Like if you're just going out there and, like, doing whatever it is that you want to do and thinking it's, like, fucking awesome and, like, disregarding everything else, like, it's, you'll never really truly grasp, like, what it is you're doing and you won't have, like, those, I don't want to say bones, like, you won't have the bones to, like, really understand, like, what it is that, like, makes an application of, like, a traditional tattoo, like, so. Why it's so good. So yeah. timeless, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And um you're, like, oh, it's just, like, anybody could draw that. And it's, like, that's the window washer thing. Like, not anyone could draw that. Not saying that, like, people can't, but it's just, like, there's a reason that like someone can convey that information with so little like simplicity. Yes. And like everything, you know, beauty and simplicity is like a huge thing, obviously. You oh, know? yeah. But, um, and that doesn't apply for every tattoo. There's people that have like, you know, big chaotic designs and like still looks cool and stuff like that. But right. if you don't have somebody to like teach you these basics, I think that, I think that you'll be lost. Like you might think that you're, you're in something that you understand, but I don't think that you can truly understand until you've like spent significant amounts of time, like, with somebody who can help you see, like showing you this or that, you know?
0: I feel like that's the longer road, you know, to to get better. Because I feel like when- you The have, long game. Yeah. yeah, it's the long game, you know? It's like, if you can have some mentors, some people around you, they can tell you right away of like, this is what makes a really strong, good tattoo. This is the kind of work that you want to do. Yeah. This is what you could apply from this into your vision, into your work. And then you can, you know, let your voice carry these strong- things yeah. and then make better tattoos instead of going through the process where you're drawing things that aren't tattooable you're tattooing them you're seeing them heal they don't look great and now you're learning through trial and error yeah, right. repeatedly you know and i was like that's what the whole point of having a really good apprenticeship you know that's why like what we said like your apprentice should be better yeah. than you and faster you know they <laughs> yeah. should get better and they should reach a point where they're just as good as you way faster you know, because you've been able to guide them so they don't make those, you know, trial and error mistakes that you yeah. made throughout your career.
3: But like what you're summing up in like, like two or three sentences over here in like an eloquent way is like information that someone's like, yeah, see, so I, I could yeah. learn that. Like it's so quick, like it's so basic. And it's like, no, it took, it takes so much hands on, like with somebody else and other people to like really hone that stuff in. Cause like you, you can say like, yeah, like this is what makes a, a good tattoo or like this is how you like, shade something properly or this is how you fully saturate something And people are like yeah duh, you just take that and then apply it and like you're good to go and it's like no, <laughs>
1: no <laughs> like no, yeah dude, it's like it ain't that easy th-
3: there's so many different factors that like go into this and like i am uh, like i i was always that person that like i thought i knew i thought i knew best you know it's like oh i i, I know that like someone would be telling me something i'm like yeah i already know i already know the answer to what you're gonna say i already know how to do that and it's like oh that's the worst oh yeah i <laughs> oh, was the f- i know i was fucking I terrible dude. i know
1: yeah <laughs> oh i know yeah, oh, I, know. Well, yeah I, I know it's like if you know why'd you know. do
3: it yeah like yeah. i can't you tell you how many know. times like I, they told me that they'd be like if you knew this wasn't perfect why did you show me this line drawing and I'm yeah like, fuck yeah, and, like, oh, oh, okay, you yeah. <laughs> and then someone yeah and i'd be like fuck you're so right and they're like well doesn't that look weird and like yeah it does it looks, it looks weird it's like then why the fuck are you showing me this right now And it's like oh, shit so i'll go back and do it again but uh it, it like that is not the same thing like as you know like someone can't just be like this is how you saturate color. And then like you sit down and do your fa- first tattoo and like saturate it perfectly or something, right? Like it's it's so easy to like say these things. And I think that's like a big disconnect for a lot of people is like, it's so easy to like say like, this is the technique you would use here. Like you use this needle or something like that. And it's like, you've got no experience with like what it's like to actually apply these things that you're learning like over and over and over again until you can like understand like what it is that makes that work. Like there's still shit that I do now where I'm like, I'll think back and I'll be like, dude, I tried that like so many different times, like in so many different ways. And like now I can do it. But I was like, I, I like, I had no idea like what I was doing. And like, it's a basic thing. are like, oh, you just do this. And then it doesn't matter. You try like 50, 60, 100 plus times. And then you can figure out, you're like, oh, one day it just clicks. And that might be, you know, six months. It might yeah. be, you know, six years. Who knows? But like, the shit that, like, comes along with tattooing. Sorry, it's so long-winded. The stuff that comes along with tattooing, I feel like, is so easy to, like, relay in, like, text or, or like, like the things we're saying. But, like, until you're actually, like, hands-on with this stuff, I don't think that, like, people really understand, like, how ambiguous, like, things can be for so many different people.
0: Well, that's why, like, when people watch a, a video or they've watched... 15 videos that they just bought, you know, through a fucking, on fake skin. Yeah. on fake skin. And they're like, I, I finished with 15 videos. I'm ready to fucking get going, yeah. dude. So
1: check this out. <laughs> knowledge or acquiring knowledge via watching something has nothing to do with application experience. Because once you take what you think, you know, and then you try to apply it it's it's never going to just be like you gotta practice you gotta actually apply God. it and then that's when you start realizing oh shit i didn't know
3: yeah <laughs> yeah how many times have you been like pulling I, a line yeah. and you're like stop stop quit yeah. it stop, it, stop. <laughs> you're just like like or you just want your hands to do like what you're like like i know that this needs to be like this line needs to be like right here or, like this needs to be shaders and yeah. like that and this is like early on technique stuff that i'm talking about but like And then you're just like doing it wrong, and like you know it in your head. You're like, "What the fuck
1: am I doing?" Still, you're applying it wrong. But you even though you have the
3: information, you need to do stuff wrong in order to like figure out what's right. Because like it's almost like you have to have bad days in order to like really appreciate good days. You know what I mean? Like not everything can just be like baseline or like good all the time. And I think that like maybe there's something about like being a dick to your apprentice, like because it's like you will appreciate this which I they told me so many fucking times that you'll appreciate this. Like, you'll appreciate us being a fucking asshole to you right now. And um, I was like, yeah, whatever. At the time, you're like, fuck y'all. But these guys are super nice people, by the way. The people that, but they were assholes to me because like <laughs> they knew they needed to be. And I think maybe that's something that like helps all of us. Like we all share this like career and it's like, we fucking love it. Yes. Like it's awesome. And like, you know that it's fucking awesome. And uh, it's not that we don't want people to be able to experience this, but it's like being a dick to somebody can definitely like round out their ego like we were talking about earlier. And it's like, it definitely helped me appreciate where I'm at now versus where I was back then. Like it's like, that was like the, not like a low time for me, but it was like, that's the low to experience like this high. Cause you're like, fuck when I can do this. And like, there's knowledge that like I have now that like I couldn't have gotten outside of an apprenticeship in my opinion. Like I appreciate everything in this career so much more. Yeah. And it's like, I know people that have been like dicked out of apprenticeships and stuff like that. And they're like, they were just so mean to me. And I'm like, I mean, I don't, I didn't experience that. So I can't speak for that. But like, you can the, understand
1: that even the people that are self taught right like let's 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 circle back to uh people that you know just didn't have a really solid opportunity to get an apprenticeship
3: they exist too yeah
1: they there's a lot of people out there that were self taught and uh I will never you know a lot of us uh experienced tattooers will never really like knock a lot of these self taught artists out there because there's a lot of them a lot of them are our friends and yeah, a lot of them yeah. are our peers mm-hmm. but they still maintained a good and humble attitude to learn. And those guys made even more mistakes. But you know what? Here's the difference. They were willing to grow from those mistakes. And nine times out of 10, those self-taught tattooers who didn't have an apprenticeship, on top of growing from their mistakes, they also got tattoo education via means of getting tattooed by the people they admire. So important. Getting tattooed by the people they admire and putting in and contributing to tattooing by paying a knowledgeable tattooer to do his job to do so that you can get a badass piece on yourself. And, you know, you probably sat there, watched them closely, probably had a good conversation with them, shared some insights, you know, if you weren't a jerk and they were willing to do that with you. And, you know, that's how you got your like inside into tattooing, into tattoo culture, you know what I mean, and uh, a lot of it comes with gaining that kind of respect as well, for sure. So you know, like we understand that sometimes things are very situational. You may not land that apprenticeship that you're going for, but you were self-taught. You collected tattoos um, by 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 amazing artists. Um, you were you were willing to listen more than to talk. Yes, be more ears. More ears
0: and mouth, bro. More ears and mouth, bro.
1: You got two of those ears. Yeah, Yeah, bro. And you were were willing to make mistakes and grow from them. For sure. Because I feel like that's one thing that's
0: huge about people that are self-taught. It took them so much work to get good that then those people sometimes end up being the biggest of gatekeepers because they're like dude you know how much work and effort it took for me to gain this for me to just fucking give it a fuck away yeah Yeah. it's not gonna happen i think
3: the problem is like people also correlate this sort of information and like to me gatekeeping is a term that i feel like is uh is like used way too commonly but like to me, it feels like people are like, this is like the pull yourself up by the bootstraps guys talking or like the, I had to walk a mile to my fucking bus stop when I was a kid or something like that. And it's like, this is not that same thing. Like this is, it's not the same thing. is like so honed in and like, has been like such a journey for so many people that it's not like, they're like, I don't want to just give this away. It's like, it, that's not how they feel about it. It's like, yo, like I want to give this to somebody that I know will like use it to make something fucking awesome. Something good. Yeah. And like, you want to be proud of them
0: stuff like that too. One thing that I heard a long time ago was, you know, tattooing will take care of you and just make sure that you leave tattooing better than you fucking found it. Mm -hmm. Correct. You know? And I feel like that whole part of like who I teach this to hopefully will be a better example. And your name's attached. Yeah. Like you said, your name's attached and I hope that they're going to bring this to a better place and they're going to have good ideals and they're going to like promote good things
1: so I feel like that's and, huge. And they're going to yeah. be well talked about. They're going to be like, oh, uh, oh, you know, such and such, or you apprenticed under such and such. Like it's like, uh, like you know. breeding
2: dogs, right? Like you're, you're going to go <laughs> down the bloodline and, uh, you're always going to look, oh yeah, th- this puppy has, you know, this father and this grandfather. Yeah. So can, same thing with like, who taught, who has tattooing, Oh yeah, huge. I'm not
1: going to buy from that kennel. Actually they're <laughs> total pieces of shit exactly. and, and, their, dogs, <laughs> and their, their dogs have genetic problems. That's I definitely real. don't want a puppy from them. It's the same thing.
3: Yeah, but something like uh he was touching on earlier is like getting tattooed. I think. Um I don't know if people would necessarily like put that into like getting an apprenticeship, but like it might not be the by the person you're trying to get an apprenticeship from, but like get fucking tattooed. Yeah. Like get tattooed. You're more likely get, to get an yeah, apprenticeship if you showed up tattooed wait than if you don't. Yeah. Wait for somebody that you think is good and like get fucking tattooed. Like you don't have to like talk their ear off or bring a portfolio just to like or whatever. Like do whatever you feel is right, but like read the room as well. But like how are, you gonna show up, tattooed.
1: how are you gonna show up to work and not wear the uniform? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like it's, it's so on. it's so difficult to me to like understand like how um I, I know there's there's so many people that I've talked to that just like they don't have like any tattoos. And not that I'd be like, you need to be tattooed to give to ta- give tattoos to people, right? But like it helps you be more empathetic towards your clients and stuff like that too. You're like, Oh, I remember when I got my fucking whatever part done, that (laughs) just sucks. So like, I'm going to try and help you out here, obviously. But like, obviously like you're learning stuff. You might not understand if you're like watching somebody do it, but like being in that environment, like understanding the shop dynamics of people and understanding like how people work and like tattoos are different. Some of them are quiet. Some of them are chatty. Some of them like don't want to talk to you and they're chatty to other people. Like some of them are making jokes the whole time that you're not a part of Yeah, and that's fine. Cause this is this is someone's like work that they do every day, and like you're just there one time, and like as long as they're not like a total asshole to you, then like that's fine too. Cause I've had you know tattooers that are like fucking dicks to me, but I've had some people that are like the nicest, most like knowledgeable people, and they're willing to share that. Like I chatted like Emily Rose's head off when I was getting tattooed by her, and I was just like, yeah, thank you so much for the information. Yeah. But like, there's people that are just like a wall of stone, and like you're gonna get that because everyone's different, and it's not just like tattooers. It's like yeah. somebody's like different. everyone just like works differently. You know, they might be in that that zone or something like that, but like just get fucking tattooed. Like it helps so much. So put that in with the five grand, like whatever, it like shows, that, that counts.
0: It shows that you like tattoos guys. If you, if you're a tattooer without tattoos, do you really like them that much? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, or do you
0: just see an opportunity yeah, to make money? To yeah. make money. You know what I'm right. saying? Tattooers with no tattoos to me is like, you just see an opportunity to make money in a career. Sure. You don't really like them that much. If you don't have tattoos, that's what I'm going to think of you. Plain and simple, dude.
3: And that's like, that's a bias that you might just have like right off the bat, which is like fine because you're allowed to have that, you know, but like someone walks in there like completely untattooed. It's like, you want to learn how to do this to people, but you don't even know what that experience is like. Even coming from a client standpoint, because I could be the first
2: one to say that when I first started to learn how to tattoo, when I got my apprentice, I was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. I wasn't
3: really that tattooed.
2: I wasn't heavily tattooed either. I'm
3: still really not that tattooed. Same here. Um, I was working on a sleeve though. Like, I mean, that was like. My in, right? Yeah. So a couple.
2: when uh when I graduated my apprenticeship, I'm now taking on clients. People would walk in. I'm 20 and I look young now. When I was 20 years old, I looked like I was 14 years old. <laughs> sure, yeah. And people would come <laughs> in, look at me untattooed and thinking that I'm like the shop helper or whatever, like the, the shop owners, you know, Sean <laughs> yeah. just sweeped up the floors. And like, no, I'm going to tattoo. <laughs> you. Yeah. They looked at me I'm like, you're going to tattoo. I'm yeah, like, it
3: feels a little weird, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't trust you if you're not tattooed. I get that. I get that for sure. I just like I, it's one of those things where it's like you, it's a learning experience to like not only learn like like I said you're not going to understand what you're looking at if you don't like understand the dynamics of like technique and stuff like that but like I'm not telling you to like go there and watch I'm telling you to like go there and like converse and like take it in like soak in the dynamics between like the people that they work with if there's someone in a private studio like maybe don't chat there and head off all day but like you know like get to know them a little bit like it doesn't have to be like so I'm looking for an apprenticeship is like the first thing you know what I mean like that's already going to turn somebody off I'm sure especially if they're not looking for that sort of person but like everybody's different and like understand that like you'll have to adapt to that dynamic. And if you can't adapt to that dynamic, then like you're not going to succeed with like clients and stuff like that. Cause it's a different person every fucking day. And like some, in some cases like multiple people every day. And it's like, you got to learn how to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it, it's not ideal. Like some tattooers are like really quiet, like the whole time. But, um, I think that subjecting yourself to that, like form of, um, education, be it getting tattooed, I think is totally necessary. And I, um, I was fortunate enough to like, I had some good tattoos and then like, As I was an apprentice, I got to, like, soak it in from everyone else because they were very, like, pressured about, like, yo, go get fucking tattooed. Like, go to the people that you want to get done, work done by. Like, luckily, I was, like, able to use my connections with them and be, like, yeah, I could get in with people and stuff like that. So, I know it's not that easy nowadays, but, like, get tattooed. I think it's super important. Um, Also, another thing I would like to add for apprenticeship seekers, um, it took me, like, two and a half years to connect with somebody like I think that I don't know the timelines for these for people saying this stuff but it's like if you just decided you know six weeks ago you're like I want to do tattoos That sounds sick you know and you've like gone to like three or four shops or what have you and like shown their portfolio like that's not that long of a time to like find somebody to like connect with or whatever <laughs> no. like you might have gone to you know 50 shops in like six weeks or something like that and it's like there's no time limit on like how long it's going to take to do it but like you'll eventually get there in my opinion um but like it took me like, like I said, two and a half years just to get an apprenticeship. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that was like, I was in school. I was, I was doing college courses at the time and, uh, I'd asked like several people and, um, it's just like, it wasn't a quick thing. And I don't think like it will be, I think that you have to find like the match that works for you and stuff like that. And, you know, it might not feel like super organic or maybe it will like, that would be ideal. But I think that, um, putting a timeline on something like that is also like going to really affect, um, your stress on, on looking for something like that.
0: That is as silly as saying. Bro, I want to get this sleeve finished in the next three days, bro. Can we do it in a day? Can't we? But can we do it in a day, though? Can you just knock this out? It's just silly. You know, like uh, I think tattooing will teach you patience. Yeah.
3: There's no time limit on anything. Yes. So uh, what I was saying about before where there's
2: a lot more people wanting to learn how to tattoo than there are people willing to tattoo. I was comparing it to like a sports draft. Like if, you know, the NFL, let's say there's a lot of people who want to be professional football player. For sure. But Not everybody gets the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So like you could be really good, but there's a slim chance that you're going to make it. And unfortunately that's the way that it is in the tattoo world right now because you could be the best artist in the world, but you know, only so many people have shops that are willing to take on an apprentice and you got to wait your turn. Yeah. You know, sometimes you might not make it and you know, there, there comes the people that now you're going to, you know, try to figure out how to do it on your own which may turn out okay. You know, we've, we've seen people who've done a pretty good job with that, but it also might not. So like, you know, you got, you got to take it as, as it is. Like there's just, there's too many people trying to get in and not right. enough people, not enough doors that are open to let those
3: people in. And there's an think, amazing artists that like, don't get successful tattoo careers because like, it just doesn't translate for them. Yes, you know, I was going to say yeah, just that. Sorry. I was like, like,
0: you could be an amazing artist, but that's only one part of yeah. what it's going to take. To be a great tattooer.
3: Which I didn't understand, like, at first. Yeah. But, like, I can tell you that it is not the same.
0: It's, it's not just, I can draw really well, and I can do really great drawings. It's not just that. There's so much more to that. And if you don't know what that means, you have a lot to learn. So yeah. many people have
1: crashed and burned. Their egos just shattered. Shattered. Because they they mm-hmm. they they were probably an amazing fine artist, painter, sculptor, and they tried tattooing and failed miserably. Because it is a lot harder than it looks. Tattooing is incredibly challenging.
0: I would to say it's probably one of the
2: hardest mediums.
0: It oh, is sure. one of oh, the,
1: the hardest. It's one of the hardest art form, hardest mediums there is. I don't care what anybody says. So
2: now you said this, Jacqueline said this, uh, Jay Puma, mm-hmm. that you know not every artist can translate into being a tattooer, yeah. but yet still people in the comments are like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah. Like We do. Like, I mean, you do, multiple actually. people are saying it now. Like, yeah, it's on. the
3: inverse as well. Like, there's plenty of people that are like fucking excellent tattooers that's yeah. like,
1: and all, guess what? Yeah,
3: all they ever did was like the traditional tattoos on the wall, but they're fucking flawless. Yeah. You know flawless. what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: guess what? Some of the best artists in the world, some of the best artists in the world right now, are currently tattooing. So, guys, the reason why there's a lot of people being turned away is we're full. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're full. We're at capacity. We're at capacity. So if you're not going to stand out and actually- It's like, like
2: the NFL, dude.
1: Yeah. They're full, dude. If you're not going to- There's stand, only so many players on a team. Yeah. If, if you're not going to stand out, we don't want you. You hear like, we're full. And like, you're like, oh,
3: I'm going to, I'll just fucking do it anyway. And all I can say is like, be weary of these courses and stuff like that that you can pay for online. Um, all I can say is like, if you're whole assing tattooing, I doubt you're- whole assing, whatever your other side project might be. Um, so if someone, if someone's like taking the time to like make these videos and like sell these courses and stuff like that, it's probably because they're not like incredibly busy as a tattooer or something like that. Or they're not like super, like they're not only working on their like tattooing abilities. So they're like, fuck it. I'll make these courses and like sell this shit. And like, maybe it's easy money, but that's fine. But like, do you want to learn from somebody who's like, this is easy money. I'll sell you this course and you can learn the basics or like, Do you want to learn from somebody who's like, I care more about like my art career in tattooing than like anything else. And like, I'm willing to show you that at our pace together. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, be weary of like the things that you can purchase, um, that are, you're supposed to like help you and stuff like that is like, are these coming from like sources of people that are like really established in their career? Or is this just like a a money grab for people that, you know, feel like they can't get an apprenticeship or something like that. Um, that's all I like that's all I can really say about like the purchasing of stuff. Like I've not seen one that I've come across where I'm like, wow, this is like somebody that I really right respect. Here. Like this yeah. person's work, I really respect. And they're going out of their way to like show people how to do this. This is incredible. Like so cool. But, like yeah, if I've like super respect some artists um, out there, like especially when I'm referring to like a tattoo artist, uh, it's like, they're probably not selling techniques right now. They're too busy drawing for people that they want to make tattoos for. So yeah. that's just one thing that like, I've noticed, or just like, okay, like, is this the person that you really want to learn from? Or is this just like somebody? Like a lot of times they're like, there's no face attached either. I'm like, maybe it's somebody fucking awesome. Yeah. Like maybe it's like the Banksy of tattoos or they're just selling shit. Like, <laughs> they're selling like awesome like information. But like, I can't say that I've sat through like a ton of these things or anything like that, but like, I've definitely like come across and I'm like, who's making this shit? Like, where's this coming from? So um, just be aware that like, there are people out there that are predatory and like, they might not be giving you. Great information.
1: And just because you got fucked over doesn't mean that the industry is full of these people. Yeah. Just keep
0: looking. You're going to find your people, man. There's
3: going to be vultures
0: in
1: every industry. Yeah,
0: You're going to find your people. Don't get deterred. Tattooing is hard. Getting into tattooing is going to be hard. There's going to be assholes out there. But
3: if you really,
0: really want it, you can achieve it you know no gatekeeping here we just want you guys to be as best as you can if you got time to
3: comment on shit on instagram and like type out essays and stuff like that i have not read a single comment on any of the stuff that you guys are telling me about but like i probably will go back and look but like you got time to write this shit and like (laughs) go back and forth with somebody like you're already like a leg behind in my opinion because there's some fucking kid i keep saying kid there's some person out there right now that's drawing their fucking ass off for their portfolio, trying to go to the same shop that you went to and you're spending your time like commenting this shit on Instagram and worrying about everybody else's bullshit, like you're going to eat shit. Like you should be drawing. That's all I can say is like don't worry about the shit you see on Instagram. Half that fucking tattoos you see aren't real anyways and like just fucking draw. Draw your ass off. Figure it out like drawing wise and go from there. Get your leg up on somebody else. Be, be better than the person that's sitting there commenting shit like wasting their time doing that, going back and forth, whoever, like just be drawing shit. Yeah.
0: Amen. Amen. <clears throat> With that, I feel like that's a great wrap up right there. That was perfect,
3: bro. It beats pizza time. Yeah. yeah. Great. It's pizza, pizza time. time.
2: So, um, <laughs> like you said before, like there's no gatekeeping here. We're, we're, I mean, we started this podcast because we wanted people to learn and we wanted people to be educated and we wanted to be a part of that. Um, so I, I think that's why I was saying before, like the word gatekeepers is just Lost
1: all meaning, like so stupid. It yeah. really is, man. It's like so stupid. We
2: might sound like we're salty right now because I mean, after listening to us, I'm like, man, we are kind of a little salty. But I you feel like, what? I mean, if, if you went through it, oh. if you too, it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel like,
0: like if you went through it, you'd understand. Yeah, and sometimes like I people feel want like, to go through it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I feel like you know, like I think Lucas, it was great to have you here this week, thank you, because like when you when you speak about like this is how I started when I got in the door. And this is how I felt about these kinds of tattoos. And then it took all of this time and effort. And now I see why all of these things do matter.
2: You need to go through that process.
0: I was
3: entitled. I was like, I I think I hit it kind of well. I mean, they sell right through me because they're mm-hmm. my guys, but like there are so many things that I, I couldn't even tell you like shit that I did not appreciate. they like, it's dumb The stuff that like, I, that's all I give a shit about now. Yeah. It's like, oh, totally. so it's like, I promise you that like, this isn't like someone being like, you can't learn like you're not ready or something like that it's like this is something that is like so much different than you can comprehend outside of actually fucking doing it. And I know that people are like, well, that's the whole point of this conversation is like, I want to do it. And it's like, I know, but like, there's no, there's no perfect answer for that except for, and I think I can attest to like 95% of people saying the same shit. Just draw your fucking ass off.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't,
3: don't suck. Don't be, I mean, I don't mean like, don't suck at drawing, like don't be a dick.
0: Don't half ass it. Either.
3: Yeah. Don't half ass anything for sure. Yeah. And expect to rearrange your, Thought process on stuff. Like, you are not right about anything you think you're right about. Yeah, any okay, of dude. this stuff.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, because there's so many people trying to do the same thing right now, you really have to excel. You got to bring the heat, Make baby. yourself stand out. You got to just practice, make yourself yeah. better than the, the next guy.
3: Just draw really fucking good. Don't worry about yeah. like developing a style and shit because you're going to learn how to redraw everything you've ever drawn anyway. So it's like, okay, it's short story longing this right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I feel like I signed off already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways,
0: thank you guys so much for tuning in and. Thank you for watching Honest Tattoo. Peace. Bye. Thank you.